0: Hey everybody, this is Atkins. And this is Adam. And we're welcoming you to another episode of the Almighty Podcast.
1: Yes, episode 104, the one that comes after 103.
0: I think this is too many episodes to be honest. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think
1: so. I'm having fun so you still. want to just be done? No. <laughs> we got too many we got way too many chapters left to Vigilante. Let's at least finish Vigilantes first.
0: Oh, we definitely do not have too many chapters left. The, no. the number is dwindling rapidly. <laughs> After today's episode, we'll have, what,
1: roughly 10 chapters left, I think, because uh, uh, 126 is coming out soon. I think that's the final chapter, isn't it?
0: It is. One of the big news items for the past, well, since we last recorded AMP has been that the date for the final chapters of Vigilantes has been announced to be May 27th, which as we record is only 10 days from now.
1: Jeez, that's so crazy. Like, I'm happy it's ending because I like it when a story has a nice wrap on it. And I think they're going to do a good job with this one. Uh, But I'm kind of bummed because I don't think we'll see our our pal Koichi or Knuckle Duster or Pop or like any of these characters we've kind of fallen in love with in the main series. Like, it just doesn't feel like they're ever going to make that connection really truly happen, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I have a very strong love-hate relationship uh, with the ending of Vigilantes for the exact same reasons. Although I've been encouraged, particularly on Twitter um, and even inside of our Discord, some folks talking about the continued quality of Vigilantes, uh, even with this penultimate chapter. I remember uh, I think it was Tomac and Busta were talking about it behind spoiler tags, but were seemed seemed pretty pretty up on it. They weren't in there complaining, is what I'm saying. Um, whatever it was that they blocked out, they seemed to be pretty pretty proud and happy with
1: that's good that's good to hear you know you will blows my mind the most about this i think is the fact that i think it's chapter 115 that's named conclusion and right. I, I feel like we had one that was named conclusion a couple of chapters ago too I, I didn't go and verify but i definitely thought there was another one that had a similar name to conclusion and i'm like okay how many times can they conclude this story because <laughs> i know well, this is not the last time
0: Right, but in in that in this particular episode, the one that's titled "Conclusion," anyway, it's more of a conclusion to Six's evolution, I guess. Uh, I think is is what it was because that. I mean, there's this weird pattern uh, in in these two chapters, and I think it extends uh, elsewhere, um, where that they go. It's almost like they go out of their way to use the word of the title itself in a speech bubble, like it's verbatim from somebody. Um, and conclusions, I think, is in All For One's talking about how Six had reached his conclusion, almost yeah. as like this is the most that he could possibly achieve.
1: But I mean, who knows? He may turn around and evolve one more time. Like All For One yeah, doesn't know. Yeah, I had the know. same thought. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he I had seemed the same totally thought. shocked to see how far he's already gone. It doesn't seem like he would be aware that, like, okay, this is your final evolution, you know? Uh,
0: right. And reading right. these
1: chapters, I also kind of had this thought that I hadn't had previously so far in my hero proper what we refer to as proper anyways we've not been shown uh, that the nomus have this capability of like transforming or leveling up their quirks is what i'm going to say although we've been shown that the heroes have that capability and certainly so do the villains we've seen that happen now with both sides right they're in a dire situation their quirk kind of evolves and they get more powerful or something but we haven't been shown that with the nomus so this is all kind of new territory for us but it makes me wonder in the the anime or sorry in the manga uh, in my hero proper has this already happened to a and so it wasn't a big shocker to people that maybe had already read my hero proper and expected this out of six or was this the first time they did something like this
0: interesting it was yeah, just I a thought
1: know. i mean we won't know until way oh, later
0: years yeah i mean uh, but it was just kind of <laughs> one of those interesting thoughts
1: where i was like i wonder if other people that that had read my my hero proper were were shocked by this or if they were totally expecting six to have these kind of transformations
0: yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure but yeah vigilante is coming to an end um it it hurts our hearts um but we're also uh we're also pleased like like we said we we like things that have a bow on it i still am crossing my fingers that uh that my hero proper is treated the same way that it doesn't just go on forever and ever amen um but that uh Horikoshi sticks to one of his earlier comments with regards to what he was writing and doing for that manga, which is he had the end in mind and it was finite. Um, and he's been steadily working towards that. So who knows? We'll see um, what we do know for sure. I think that there was some speculation that maybe my hero, uh, proper manga has like a year left in it um, for things to kind of reach the denouement point. I think that that was the, the rumor,
1: which really isn't that much, right? Cause I think that only releases uh it's either once or twice a month, but I want to say it's just once a month. So that could only be a few more chapters.
0: It's true. Well, big things happening in both of the books, um, as in the, in their manga production line, uh, currently. So like we're, we're close to being current with, uh, vigilantes, uh, my hero, the, the buzz is that all the things going on in it are hype as well. So man, if you're, if you're, if you've got a foot, in both of those manga pools at the same time? Like, we we don't. We're kind of, uh, we're like flamingoing over here and trying to keep one, one foot only in Vigilantes <laughs> and <laughs> staying out of the My Hero manga pool until uh, the the anime itself progresses. But if you're doing both of those, you've got to be, I mean, on cloud nine as far as what uh, what is being produced in this particular franchise currently.
1: Oh, I bet. Yeah, because uh, what we're reading is incredible. I mean, I've enjoying Vigilantes so much. I can only imagine My Hero proper is just as good.
0: Well, we heard too uh, over the last week or two that the official at-home release for World Heroes Mission is au- August twenty-third. I think I had had it in mind for some reason that it was going to be in October.
1: That's what I had um, in but, mind too.
0: Yeah, Funimation came out. It's going to have several different versions too. You can even get you can get it like a steelbook version, and then like this special edition that has like a uh, a Deku in his World Heroes uh, garb, his costume with it. Uh, I think one of those might be Best Buy exclusive or, you know, some other place exclusive. I don't know. You'll have to look. Uh, But earlier than anticipated, which is good for us um, because we are anxious to watch it and be able to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll
1: have to do a coverage episode. Then uh, maybe we'll do some kind of a live stream or something like we've done in the past.
0: That was super fun. I can't wait to replicate that.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you say we hop into uh, some vigilantes for tonight? All right. (laughs) You sound so excited about that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, episode 114 uh, and 115 is what we're going to be covering in this week's episode. Uh, So where we left off uh, in the Vigilante's manga world um, was uh, in the middle of Dragon Ball Z episode. It's just a spontaneous Dragon Ball Z melodrama going on between (laughs) uh, Six and Koichi. Um, and so uh, as that fight is is taking place in the air, Koichi is fleeing for his life. He feels very overwhelmed. Um, he's realizing that the number of missiles that Six is able to project in his direction are far too numerous, uh, he says, uh, for him to be able to take them all out as he was. He's kind of sniping them with the shooty-go blams, um, and he feels like they might overwhelm his defenses, so he's kind of uh, on the run. and And it brings back this concept, I feel like, I feel like the breath-holding thing for Koichi comes and goes. It's,
1: it's a, it feels like a narrative they use when they need to use it, but otherwise it feels like they kind of just let it go.
0: Yeah, I kind of like well, with
1: uh, uh, Aizawa's eyes being open or closed or concentrating on more, not open or closed, but be, uh, being able to use his quirk on more than one, one enemy at a time, basically.
0: Yeah. So in, in this, at the very beginning of episode 114... Um, he, he says, um, I've got to, I'm about to run out of breath, so I need to create some space. So he speeds up to create some distance and literally so that he could take a breath. So they bring that mechanic back in, love it or hate it. I I feel like it comes and goes. Um, did you, but he does. Did you you
1: notice here in the beginning too, uh, whenever he is kind of like really concentrating on his, uh, his shooty go blams, he kind of goes back into that like flow state we talked about a couple episodes ago.
0: H- yeah, h- with the like, like uh, dilated the pupiless yeah. yeah. I
1: thought that was kind of cool. I also really liked the way that they handled this cuz when we left off in the last chapter, I think we had like the Naruhata fest folks running around and they saw these blasts in the sky and then we picked up with it from Koichi's perspective. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and once you turn the page, once he turns back around um, to defend himself, uh and he's flying backwards like his his he's backwards and upside down relative to 6. And so he's flying through the air now above the Naruhata Fest folks and uh, some other civilians that are uh, in the streets beneath them. Uh, and that's a really cool shot. I really like the way that that page was laid out. You see the X-Men. You see the people wearing random construction helmets with the nice shirt on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Or are those? No, those are construction helmets. They're not bike helmets. You, no, you also I don't get, think so. You also get uh, our buddy Sukualchi and Midnight, everyone that was back at the uh, hospital. So you've got Moroyu and uh, also... Uh, wrapped wrapped gosh I can't believe I got Morio Morio ah, now I'm doing it wrong whatever we're gonna <laughs> yep. keep moving on <laughs> in the middle of that panel though we also see like Aizawa and then we see Ingenium's helmet but above Ingenium's helmet I couldn't figure out what that was supposed to be is that man Ed that shot bums me or out. something
0: yeah I was I was gonna ask you the same thing I have no idea what that's supposed to be because
1: it looks like ninja gear on wood so the only thing I could think of was maybe edge shot was like do You know how in Naruto they do that thing where if they get hit, they do the substitution jutsu, and it's like a block of void? I was like, right. well, maybe that's what he does. I don't know. So I have well, no idea what
0: this is. <laughs> just by process of elimination, I'm pretty sure that it has to be edge shot related because the only pro heroes in Naruhata after the blackout... Were Best Genist, well, I guess it could be uh, Best genus. We don't see any of his stuff.
1: Yeah, but I don't um, know. If it was Best Genist, I would expect to see threads or something like that. Yeah. This is just what appears to be blocks of wood in like ninja outfits.
0: Yeah, so the, the only pros in the area are Best Genist, Ingenium, Edshot, Eraserhead, and Midnight. Right, right, yep. And we see what three of the five of them represented here. And the fourth one, we're just like, eh, question mark? We don't know.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. And then this last panel is uh, Soga and Knuckle Duster looking on as well. And then we get treated to kind of like this uh, two-page shot where we see this helicopter up in the air. And we check in with some newscasters who are, you know, coming at you live from Naruhata. Uh, so they're up in the air. They're kind of demonstrating everything that's going on. They're they're talking about how at the moment there are these two unidentified individuals. They're flying at high speeds. There's this huge mid air battle going on, and they call it a dogfight, which was the episode title. So yeah,
0: they said the thing. They said the thing. They did
1: it. Uh, but Koichi recognizes that there is someone in that helicopter that is a camera guy, and he's like, "Oh, that, this is great because." If news of this is getting out, then it's going to reach out beyond Nuruhata, and we will have heroes that are going to show up. And he's envisioning All Might, but then he's got some random like superhero-looking, shadowy folks in the background that are probably nobodies. We all know that he's waiting on All Might to save the day.
0: Yeah, and everybody, I guess, in relation to All Might, especially in this particular era, is nobody. Um, Like, relatively. Relatively, right?
1: yeah. They might as yeah. well be, right? Uh, so he's excited. He thinks that everything's going to work out just fine. All he's got to do is keep running. Uh, and then we kind of switch perspectives, because we transition over to All for One's perspective, who is watching this incursion take place, and he's he's kind of chiding on uh, Six still. He's like, you know, oh man, it looks like your battle kind of uh, took a turn for the bombastic. And he says, I suppose we can call Operation Anonymous a total failure. And he tells Six that the party ends here, but Six is like, no, it definitely doesn't. I'm not done.
0: Yeah, he says that uh, killing Koichi with all the strength that he can muster is his one and only goal, his sole desire, his everything. And so All for One says, all right, show me what you got. Uh, And then he says this, show me how brightly your very existence can burn. It's almost like All for One knows that whatever kind of expenditure that Six has in mind will indeed be. Some kind of final blow, um, putting literally all of himself into it if he's going to uh, stick to his words, right? If this is all that you want, then prove it by giving all of yourself in order to obtain it, Um, which would leave six unable to kind of feel or reap the rewards uh, you know, to feel the achievement of that goal, but it, but it still would be the achievement of that goal. If that makes some sense. It
1: does. What, what kind of struck me as odd here too, is that sounds so much like something you could hear Endeavor saying to, uh, Shoto or even All Might saying this to Deku, like you take that out of context. That is not necessarily like a bad thing to say to somebody. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I feel like I could hear this being inspirational. So it's just kind of like, Crazy hearing it from All For One's perspective. We know he's a villain. We know he has uh, bad intentions here. So we're kind of turning this phrase into this like, oh, wow, he's going to let you eat yourself up just to see how far you'll go.
0: One of my favorite things about this scene was I couldn't help drawing a parallel between it and more Dragon Ball Z stuff. But when the Saiyans first arrive on Earth and Vegeta and Nappa are just hanging out and the news choppers are like providing coverage for a bit and Nappa gets Vegeta's, uh, uh, permission to fly around and he just it's like Napa hates the media and just runs around blowing up planes and yeah, uh right. and helicopters yeah. um but 6 is so focused uh, on ob- obtaining this goal of his of erasing koichi essentially that he doesn't he doesn't give a even a passing glance or thought about this helicopter he is locked in on his target
1: yeah and he does this really cool combo move where he basically like throws a whole bunch of missiles right at koichi and koichi kind of prepping for it but they zoom past him and blow up right behind him so they have created this massive wall of fire right behind koichi and six is coming in ready to punch koichi right in the face so he's got really nowhere to go.
0: Yeah, he feels like he's he's been effectively trapped which puts him into a position where earlier he felt like he was his def- his defensive capabilities were diminishing. Uh, in light of Six's increased offensive capabilities in this new plasma form, um, but it, when you when you're put into a corner like that, you got to do what you can do, and so that's what he says. He says, "I can't get out of here, so I have to use everything that I can on on the defensive side." So Six is able to close this gap, but right when he gets close enough, like within what what would normally be some sort of like melee range of Koichi. The plasma just kind of pitters out and his skull and his rib cage are left falling down to the street below. It's a really cool visual.
1: It is a cool visual. And I really couldn't tell, like initially when I read this, I was thinking he, I'm going to say ran out of power, like ran out of juice right at the end. But it seems like what's actually happening is, is that he has gathered the anonymous below him. So all of the anonymous warriors that he brought into the city are right below this, this event that's taking place. And All for One kind of picks up on this and he's like, oh, I see. This is actually what you meant to do. So he took all of the anons below him and basically used them to like fuse back with his body because they make up or they're made up of cells that I guess he can completely control. So he's using this to kind of refuel him and make himself more powerful from what I could tell.
0: Yeah, All for One does point out that it does appear that Six was running out of energy, that that form had almost like an expiration date on it. Um, but he's able to replenish those batteries using the Anon cells below them. Uh, and in, in effect, I think what happens, I think what the mechanic here is, is that when the he fuses his cells with theirs and then causes the detonations, which... Uh, by their nature, create more of that energy that he was comprised of earlier. Yeah,
1: that's kind of how I was reading this too, Uh, and I mean, it seems like All for One is loving this. He says, allow me to witness this, number six, your final shining act, the powerful incarnation you've long desired, and we see this last panel is really kind of, I don't want to say graphic, but it's horrific in a way. I mean, it's this, like, skeleton covered in energy with that huge scar going right down the, like, skeleton's face that Six kind of carries, and I mean, there's just something about this that is so really horrific in my mind. Like, I can only imagine being in Koichi's shoes how terrifying this would be.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of what Koichi has witnessed uh, with regards to Six in particular does qualify as some, like, weird body horror stuff. Um starting, I guess, maybe as early as his first encounters with the bomber villains. Um, was that at the Tokyo Sky Egg? Was that his first encounter with those things? I think it I was. I think it was. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Uh, he may have had one encounter with just one of them in the past before
0: that. Okay. But then, uh, kind of at the end of his first confrontation, and we see this like alluded to uh, in one of the future chapters, but uh, when, when, you know, when they bump into Endeavor and Six gets the crap burned out of his face, and there was that panel, you remember, where he was like, weirdly zombie looking because so much of his skin had been charred and his like eyeball was super exposed uh and then all of the transformations that six of has undergone in the most recent chapters even up to this point i mean would qualify as like horror movie monster territory for sure we've even compared it to some like the xenomorphs. yeah that's
1: true that's right well this brings us to the end of chapter 114 what a place to leave off man Although 115 does pick up pretty much right here. I mean, uh, we, we see this huge blast go off at the beginning of 115. Koichi's blown back. He even realizes, like, oh my gosh, that was a huge blast. And uh, we, we transfer back over to All for One, who is just loving this. He says, what a sight, a portrait of hell itself. Even he's describing it in a very horrific way.
0: Well, yeah. And I mean, think about what you're seeing in this panel on the left. Oh, it's it's bodies burning. Yeah. You know, because yeah, it's so, all yeah, it's a portrait bodies, of hell, literally,
1: which I didn't I guess I didn't realize that like all those anonymous bodies had a skeletal structure to them. I mean, I guess they had to have. But for some reason, I guess I thought they were kind of just like <laughs> maybe this is ridiculous, but I thought they were kind of just like bodies of goo, you know, with maybe some sentience.
0: Well, we were we were even thinking about Six in that way because of the way that he could manipulate his body and we, we, we questioned at one point not that long ago whether or not he had a skeletal structure of it's some true. kind. Do you think and he do you
1: think all those anonymous were people that they had captured and like turned into these kind of like anonymous creatures or anonymous warriors that they called them? Hmm, that's a good question. Like almost I have like, really
0: thought about that. Like
1: sub nomus, like not quite they, a nomu, but but something similar.
0: They must be because we haven't had any kind of fat grown nomu at all ever. Right? They've always been uh, built upon a person. Yeah, is that how they've all of them have worked? That's what I think,
1: or at least the super nomus. Uh, but that's and that's kind of where like these these individuals aren't. Necessarily, no moose. I don't think. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out more about them.
0: Who knows? Well, this is the end of. Most of them, if there are anymore, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they all just exploded. Um, There's probably and,
1: a file in that doctor's office somewhere on these things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but man,
0: imagine all the missing people necessary to amass the number of uh, of just the bomber no, uh, the anons that we see in this. Because did you ever see um, World War Z? Yeah,
1: yeah, I've seen World it. War
0: wasn't Z. It wasn't great, but the way that they depicted the zombies as they would like rush up a wall, it was like they would use themselves to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, even like reaching flying uh, vehicles, that's the visual that you get in the previous chapter of the Anans kind of coming together yeah. and, and fl- climbing like army ants structurally up towards six, even as his uh, skeletal remains descend to them. Um, so anyway, you, you get all of them stacked up and then they're all burning. So it does, it is like some uh, depictions of hell anyway. Uh, and then he says, uh, this is all for one still Thinking, talking, Um, the entire faceless army has become an offering at the altar to summon a single transcendent being. And I really liked that choice of terminology, that this is uh, a summoning, almost like a a religious ritual uh, to summon something greater than uh, you know, who the summoner, you yeah. know, initially. Yeah,
1: I, th- I like the way that they put that too. And the idea that like six is transcended beyond all of the other nomus and all of the other experiments, like all for one has not witnessed any nomu get this far.
0: Although I will say that what all for one says next felt weird. I'd be curious to hear your takes on this because he says, number six, is this how you envision your ideal world? And is this your concept of a true hero? Yeah. And like I felt like all for one was like I don't know, reading too much into this or or projecting things maybe onto 6. What did you how did you what what did you make sense of that dialogue on this page? So
1: for me, you know, there's this whole I think it was two chapters ago where we kind of see this background of 6 being this little kid and and just having this uh mental health disorder where he is not able to really like distinguish reality, right? I'm going to put it in very simplistic terms like that. So w- with the way that All for One kind of groomed him, it was very much so like, hey, you can be anything you want, and I'm going to make you a hero, and here are all these heroes. You choose the one you want to become, and we'll make it happen. You can become that, let that shape who you are. So I kind of feel like some part of this sick, twisted you know, way that he's been groomed, he does see himself as a hero, and he sees all the things he's been doing as a means to an end to become this ultimate hero. And in his mind, that hero would never give up, right? Like, he's going to do whatever it takes to, quote-unquote, save the day or do whatever the hero is supposed to do. So what All for One is seeing is this this individual that is literally, like, using the lives of these Annan warriors, assuming that you could call it life, but he's sacrificing them. Like, he is absolutely just getting rid of them to achieve his goals. And, And it's very much so kind of like how... All Might would literally let his body become deteriorated to the point of losing his his like physicalness to be able to maintain his powers, but at the end of the day he saved the day. He still accomplished his goal, right? Well, I think that's kind of how he's putting it here. Like is this your idea of a true hero, your your concept that they would do anything it takes to accomplish that goal including sacrificing others? Like I think that's maybe how he's kind of going about it cuz so far all the terminology we've seen in Six's Life has been about heroism, not necessarily the idea that what he's doing is wrong, because he doesn't know better from what we can tell. Yeah,
0: that that's makes an sense. interesting read. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciated you uh, sharing that. that was, that's an interesting take. I think I'd still want to think more about it, but some, some of the, one of the ways that you phrased him using uh, people as a means to an end, um, or or what he considers uh, sufficient or, or reasonable means to whatever his, uh, uh, you know, intended ends are. I think that that, I think that makes some sense of what's going on here. So thank
1: you. Yeah. Hey, occasionally, you know, 104 episodes. I got one, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I think that the, the angle of, of that, that, um, I'm, my brain kind of stumbles on is he six feels like he can't be that hero in part because of Koichi and so he's got to, he's, in a, he's almost like in this holding pattern until the, the Koichi problem is dealt with. Right. Um, and so he's sacrificing himself also, uh, seemingly. I mean, he's putting an awful lot of himself on the line uh, and taking these, these great lengths that I'm not sure that he knows he can come back from, like physically, you know?
1: Which sounds just like a hero would do to accomplish yeah. their goals. Yeah. So I also yeah, think we, we are trying to and this is something that as humans we stumble into a lot uh because we we as humans try to make things make sense and there're sometimes things that just don't make sense like we know for a fact that he has been groomed to be Thinking he's becoming this true hero when in reality he's doing very villainous things. So there's this part of us that's trying to make it make sense what he's doing, but he doesn't make sense. Like none of the decisions that Six makes are logical. You know what I mean? So you can't reason it out. And that's something that I think we as humans try to do with a lot of things in general. So sometimes you just kind of have to, like, cast out the crazy. Like, that doesn't make sense. You'll never make it make sense. Don't even think about it.
0: You know what I mean? Right, right. That's, that is such a, an interesting uh, thought, too. And I, and I love the way that it applies to horror as a genre in general. Um, it helps. It, it's that fear of the unknown or the, yeah. or the ungraspable, um, the, the not easily understood. And that works so well in horror. And we're kind of, I mean, this has some, this panel, this page, the episode 115's title page uh, that has conclusion written on it. You, this could have been in like a Junji Ito. Uh, I, th- I think I got that guy's name right. Um, but the, that horror mangaka, like that, that page looks like it could have been something like that and not from something about superheroes you know yeah
1: like i think that showing somebody this page and being like yeah this is a world full of superheroes it's pretty lighthearted. people would be like what
0: yeah. <laughs> somebody would be like well are they, they all suck because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the bad guys are winning according to this page I,
1: mean, I to some extent would say the bad guys are kind of winning right now uh <laughs> what do you say we jump back into this this is uh because things get pretty nuts here
0: they do. They do. So Koichi is now doing his little fly on the wall thing, and he's watching this, and uh, he's trying to make some sense of things. And he says something weird here. He kind of said something similar in the last chapter, too. Um, it was one of the first things he says. Uh, so in this, on this page, he says, and the guy on my tail got swallowed up by the blast where he's thinking this. So it looks like thought bubbles, not speech bubbles, as if he... Like, he doesn't use Six's name, um, almost like he's, I don't know, has he lost sense of who it is that he's fighting against? Is the transformation that drastic? I wonder
1: if he doesn't even consider what he's fighting Six anymore.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I mean, that's reasonable. I mean, it's it's
1: reasonable to think that Six is totally out the window. Like, what is left is not Six. It's some ideology that, that all for one has effectively crafted into a being.
0: Yeah, it just seems strange that in the, the beginning of the last chapter and in this panel here, he doesn't use Six as a referent for the thing against which he's fighting. Yeah, well, and
1: to be fair, it doesn't even thing. look anything like Six, or at least what Koichi knows is Six. So I can see why he would just be like, whatever that thing
0: is. I mean, he still got that scar, trademark scar, You're not man.
1: wrong, but it's a skeleton in like some ethereal matter here. <laughs> it doesn't look like a guy that you <laughs> were fighting 10 minutes ago, you know?
0: Which, how is the scar – so the scar has to be it's just straight up energy. Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: another representation. I think that's – I think that is, like, Six's last way of kind of holding on to whatever f- actual physical representation he had.
0: Because, mm. I,
1: I mean, I think whatever – I'm going to say consciousness that this being has, he knows he's not going to go back into, like, a nice little human flesh body. I, I can't imagine. Dude, did you –
0: did you take like a reading comprehension course recently, like a literary <laughs> class since last time we, cu- we recorded for the AMP? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you're just super insightful tonight. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Huh.
0: <laughs> Whatever it is that you ate today, eat it again tomorrow. Yeah,
1: okay. All right. I'll keep it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now 6-6, six, six, uh, we're going to continue to call him that because that's who he is. Uh, he's got this new form, and I think in the prior form, I forget what the what do you remember what the other one was just not destruction that's this one what was the other one Pl- plasma form or something oh, i can't yeah, remember i
1: remember either i feel like it did have some goofy name like that because he had like definitely had a form he had like sniper form and then and then he transformed into like that plasma form i think
0: yeah but uh this one i remember whatever the last form was called you had mentioned that it kind of had the hair bits like all might it definitely does in this form it even has like the build of all might it's very large and muscular relative to the the thing he once was yeah
1: not only that but like i think uh all for one actually even mentions that he says something like ah like my old chum like recognizing that that is kind of like an all might look
0: it does he he wears it well it's a couple couple chapters
1: later or a couple episodes not episodes
0: pages later but Six is, uh, I mean, he's master of disguise. Like, he just, uh, because he's, remember, he looks like Koichi, you know? He looks like All Might. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. Well, and Koichi is almost trying to imitate All Might, too, uh, with his little... uh, Mm
0: -hmm. With little hoodies. hoodies. Yeah, so... So this new form, we don't get the name of it quite yet, but it's going to be called the destruction form or destructive. Um, I'll be corrected here in a page or two, but it takes a swipe at Koichi, who does manage to defend himself, but he skitters to a stop on the street below. And when he goes to stand back up, he realizes that uh, his right leg is no longer working. Yeah, And this panel
1: is pretty gross, like just in general, like he's looking back at his leg and it looks like maybe two or three inches above the ankle. It's just been twisted in a 180. Or even maybe yeah. a 360. Like, it does not look uh, good for him.
0: There's a bend where there shouldn't <laughs> yeah, be a bend. Yeah,
1: it's nasty looking. Uh, so he realizes his leg's busted, but right above him is this massive plasma energy foot just coming right at him. It smashes down on the ground. Rocks go everywhere. It flings Koichi. Koichi gets hit by a few rocks, and now he's down an arm, too, and maybe even some ribs. He's talking about how hard it is to breathe. He can't pick himself up. And finally, like right at the last second before another punch lands, he's able to use his sliding quirk to to kind of slide away and get out of the road. At least Uh, the attacks are just gonna squish him though. Like there's no chance if he gets hit straight on. So he says he better hide in a building or something. And we get a couple panels where the helicopter is like flying over the area, and we see maybe like a parking garage or something that Koichi appears to have slid into. And
0: you can see the trail of blood.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's oh man, that's I didn't even notice that was blood. Dang, that's what. Yeah, that he is. talks. Jeez.
0: He talks here shortly about how much blood he's lost, and you can see. I mean, there, he's left a trail of yeah, it. Yeah, um, I didn't like going that into that his hiding place.
1: That's a nice call out. Jeez, this is so brutal. Poor Koichi. These panels of him just so busted are like almost broke my heart, man. They're they're hard to see. Uh, we're not used to seeing Koichi this busted up. Uh, But he's laying there in the bottom of this parking garage and he's just like kind of just doing a self assessment at this point. Like, all right, I've got a broken arm, a broken leg, a bunch of busted ribs, probably, not to mention bruises, burns, and scrapes all over, lots of blood everywhere. Uh, But he hears that chopper still. So he's like, okay, well, at least the chopper's out there, but what's taking All Might so long? He's got to be on his way. And uh, he says he hopes he decides to show before his time is up. And I mean, gosh, just Koichi come to that realization of like, okay, this is this is it. Like Soga warned me. I knew it. But but man, this could be it. And uh, we see this huge plasma form standing outside of this parking garage. And you're right. It looks just like All Might. Uh, If you've ever played Kingdom Hearts, it kind of reminds me of like the uh, shadow clones of Sora from the beginning that are like super big. They kind of look like that. Uh, but all for one is, is back on the scene here and he's, he's kind of, uh, given six a one over.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's cool that the, the trail of blood, like six has got that at his feet now. So, you know, he's at the right building. So even though, um, Koichi is this master of hide and seek as all for one says, like, it's hard to do that when you're, when you leave a blood trail, like <laughs> ask any hunter, that's how they go and find the, the animal that they injured instead of dropping. Uh, and so he's standing outside of this building. Offer one says that the clock is ticking which could be a reference to the eventual arrival of All Might and or other superheroes. Or it could also be another mention of his understanding of another kind of expiration on this particular form of sixes, too.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't considered that like he's burning a lot of energy and we've seen him kind of deplete his battery before. So it could happen again. I actually hadn't considered that.
0: Well, and in the like, if you scroll a couple pages forward, you'll see that six is kind of talking about himself and the in the agony that he's in, and he says that uh, he's talking about his brain um, burning hotter than any fire, that it's overheating beyond belief inside my skull, my own little inferno burning me away to nothing. Uh, so that that might also imply that he realizes that this whatever he's doing right now. Uh, is finite, that it is not something that can be sustained for very long.
1: Yeah. Did you see this panel where it, it's almost like panels inside of a panel of what we know as. Yeah. six? Yes. I don't remember that. Is that from maybe when him and Knuckle Duster were fighting that first time around and the building burned down? I think it
0: was when he ran into Endeavor. Was it
1: Endeavor? Geez, I don't know. Those were just some brutal panels that were kind of like covered up of him just literally being burned alive, it looked like. Yeah,
0: because if you zoom in on those or if you look really closely, you can see that Koichi's got pop in his arms.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right jeez i just i saw those and there's this just this one picture of his face like almost looks like he's screaming in pain and it just i don't know i feel some part of me feels really horrible for six you know this has just been a, a rough thing for him
0: a comedy of errors to some extent you know, one might yeah, say yeah
1: yeah uh but we end uh this chapter we don't actually end well we kind of do we we go into this next panel here and it seems like he is just powering up even more like it the the uh all might wisps coming out of his head they almost look like they're like horns coming out of his face like out of his eyes he's seems to be growing uh, and he's trying to he says explode forth or let that internal fire explode forth and we see this new form really and it's pretty crazy looking and this is where uh, all for one uses that term is this the conclusion you've reached and that's where he says much like my old chum and we kind of see all might and that reflection in this like beast. I mean, this something about this this like ethereal creature reminds me a lot of doom if you've ever played doom, there are some monsters in that that kind of look like this, I think
0: it reminded me of the when in Naru, uh, in Naruto when he first started having the uh the nine Tails fox chakra take oh, over yeah, his body, yeah. yeah. Part of that shroud extended like really long ears Mm -hmm. behind his head. And that kind of looks like this.
1: It's a really cool visual, too, because like this this beast is what I'm going to call it is like cut off near like the eye area. And then everything above that is kind of translucent. And you can see Six's skeleton like coming out of that area uh, with like all this electricity crackling around it. I mean, it's a really, really cool imagery, really.
0: It's such a video game boss move too. Totally for is. like, as soon as I saw this, I was like, OK, we know the weak point is, you yeah. know, uh, it's like they uh, it's like super obvious. Like if Shigaraki were watching this, he would comment on how this was like video game bosses. Like, uh, obviously, you got to you have to have this weak point and it's got to be exposed uh, because that's that's totally what's going on right now. It feels
1: like a Final Fantasy boss for sure
0: yep so we end this chapter with uh with this new style this destruction style uh smashing down on the building that we know koichi is in like he's he's not hunting for koichi he has he has cornered his prey and and brings his giant fist down upon that building presumably that building down upon Koichi Koichi's definitely got his
1: back up against a wall and uh yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with this. He
0: also has a wall on his head. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: got his yeah, he's got a wall on top of his head, that's for sure. Yeah. Dude, I can't like gosh, I just can't imagine being in this scenario. Like I keep trying to put myself in Koichi's shoes a little bit, and this is just wild to me. Like I he has con so far from where he was, even just to, like twenty chapters ago.
0: Yeah, and he's and he's on his own. Like in every other encounter that he's had prior, he's had his support team at hand close by, uh working at his side. Um, and here he's been isolated. Uh, pop is in the hospital. Soga, Moyoru, and Raptor are, are elsewhere, uh, you know still operating on his side, um, at least as far as the achievement of his goal of protecting pop is concerned, but not against the enemy uh, that he is that he's engaged with. Um, and that's a new situation for him. And I
1: mean, how do you even engage this godlike enemy? You know what I mean? This is just so much. It's it's more than we've seen even in my hero proper, I would think.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if we said this, um but the this form that uh, that Six has had since he uh, uh what what was the term fused with the uh with the Anons is I mean, stories and stories tall. Right. I mean, it is it is several dozen feet tall for sure. I mean, it dwarfs Koichi by leaps and bounds. And so it, it is it's one of those pitched battles where you're you've got this weird, you know, difference in scale, uh, and in this case, it it right now at least it doesn't feel like the David and Goliath fight. It feels like Goliath is kicking the crap out of David. Yeah, I mean that's where we end this these sets of chapters yeah. off. Is Koichi is if if Koichi is the Davidian fighter in this, the, then the story is about to end very differently. I keep thinking
1: of this in terms of like One Punch Man, and this has gone from basically like a tiger level threat to a demon level threat to a dragon level threat in the matter of basically like a day if even that i mean it's it's just escalated so quickly i'm really surprised that all might's not on the scene yet uh, in fact i would be really shocked if we don't get a chapter sooner rather than later explaining what he's tied up doing because there's just no way he doesn't know about this especially with a helicopter being in the sky like gosh i just i can't believe he's not on site.
0: So I no longer think that the shooting star thing that uh uh, uh 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 what's her name? I had it right last time we talked about her, uh, Knuckle Duster's daughter. Her name is okay, starts with a K. I don't remember, but whatever. Knuckle Duster's daughter yeah, Tama-o. Uh, was watching. Tama O. That's right. Not a K. That's why I was stuck on it. Tama O. She was uh, saw that star. You remember? Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. Um, that's right.
0: And I thought maybe that was All Might. Uh, I did finally look up if there are any Japanese superstitions about seeing shooting stars, and so I found that they it's similar to like I guess Western or American concepts of shooting stars where like what over here in in our part of the world, when you see a shooting star, it's like a make a wish kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, for them, it's similar, only there's a little bit more lore behind it. We see the shooting star as like a a, a good luck omen uh, but with the Japanese, what they see—or not everybody—I'm sure that there are differences in religion and superstitions over there as well. So I don't want to paint with too broad a brush. But what I read is uh, that there are some, at least, who see it as um, this this spectation of the gods. Like the gods are spectating the world below, kind of checking in on on things, uh, and so that light is is kind of their convoy or their little window into um, into the realm as they're peeping in on everybody and and what they're up to, and so. They say that you should wake. You should make several wishes um, because that gap between the gods and the mortals uh, is severed huh. uh, in that space. It's almost like a portal. That's really cool. And so your your wishes or your prayers or whatever are a little bit more easily accessible to the gods or or, or more transmissible. More, yeah, transmissible. That's man, right.
1: I'm coming up with all the words tonight. <laughs> I know.
0: I, can, I mean, it is wild. You, man, you, you're just you're. It's like. Who, who uh-huh. are you? What have you I've done with replaced. that? You you sound just like
1: someone <laughs> someone's got me. Send help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this will bring us to an end for uh episode 104. Uh man, I can't wait to see what happens here. Like this just continues to ramp up and ramp up and I can't believe that the that there's going to be a last chapter and I can't go read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mm. Yeah, we'll get there pretty quickly, though. I know. Though. Really. I mean, it's
1: several. It'll be a couple yeah. <laughs> months from now. But uh, I just, yeah, man, I just knowing that there's a finale out there. It's like, uh, you know, when I watch TV shows, I love to binge them, but I won't start a show unless it's either got several seasons or is finished, because otherwise I end up waiting and I am the most impatient person ever. So and now that this is really I mean, this is like the pinnacle of this story. We're really at the, the top there, right? Like we're about to descend into the final wrap up. Uh, so I'm enjoying this ride a lot.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's so good. It's so good right now. Like, I you know, up to where we are with MHA proper, this material hangs with any any scrap of that you can point a finger at as far as I'm concerned. Um, super, super good. I'm still curious, like how they resolve this story and make make it all disappear in proper, except for um, I was going to yeah, Sheer Kumo. Um. So, uh, where, like, where does Koichi go? What does he do? Is he in witness protection? Does he go to another country and like try to live anonymously? I I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna handle. I'm surprised Um, that
1: we've not seen this event come up in a training exercise for those kids in My Hero Proper. I mean, this feels like the the perfect like, hey. Do you remember that news thing that happened like seven years ago? Because this is within their lifetime. Like they were definitely, I mean, babies maybe or about to be born. But even I would imagine that Mirio's class would have a little bit of info on this event because I could imagine them potentially being, you know, around
0: at least. Where were you during the Naruhata blackout? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you it know? was something, right? Uh, like, Yeah, like we treat it like 9-11. Yeah. Like they would treat it as something of that, of that scale, this assault on... Well, Naruhata is not terribly large, but still, this is a mega... This is a big deal. Yeah, this I mean, is a
1: big baddie. I mean, it's not like it's just some yeah. kind of like uh, ho-hum villain. You know, like this guy's towering over the city. Uh, and he's gone unchecked long enough to at least wreck a few buildings, and there have been quite a, a bit of things happening in the city, so I'm just, I don't know, I still am kind of shocked, I'm with you, I'm really interested in seeing how they kind of tidy this up.
0: Yeah. But. Me too, man, along for the ride until yes, then. I- and we hope you are too, listeners, um, uh, if you're if you're listening, obviously. Um, but we are, we're marching our way steadily and sadly towards the conclusion of Vigilantes. Maybe by the time, well, not by the time this episode goes out, but certainly by the time our next episode of a goes out, uh, those of you who are keeping current with Vigilantes, uh, we'll have we'll have experienced that finale, and you'll have to circle back around uh, to Adam and I's coverage when we get there in several weeks' time. Yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, but in the meantime, if you are interested in checking out another of our podcasts, if you need to hear Atkins and I every single Monday. We have got Kaio Cinema still going on. Uh, and we release every other Monday? Uh, We just covered, oh gosh, Bio Broly, which you're welcome to skip if you want. We wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to catch out, uh, the next episode is going to be covering two OVAs. Very, very good ones, in my opinion. I say good ones. I'm excited for them. I've not watched them yet. But uh, one of them is the plan to eradicate the Saiyans. The second one is called Yo, Son Goku and Friends Return. I believe that's what it's called. I'm not looking at it. It is. I think that's close. It is indeed. Uh, so if you enjoy us and you enjoy listening to our content you want something to listen to, go check out Kyo Cinema. We would really appreciate it. Otherwise, we will see you in two weeks and uh, don't forget, leave us a surprise iTunes review or a Spotify review. Makes our day. We really like
0: that. That would be awesome and they do make our days. We don't check those uh, spaces for reviews often, but when we do, we always talk about the new reviews, um, especially if anything was written. Uh, even the one-star ones, we 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 appreciate somebody having at least given us a shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> we can't get better if we don't know
1: what we're doing wrong.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, find us on iTunes and Spotify, your podcatcher of choice. Uh, give us a rating where you can. Find us on Twitter, at AlmightyPod. Uh, if you visit the pinned tweet there, you can have uh, quick links to the RSS feeds. For Kyo Cinema and Almighty Pod, uh, to websites for both, and also to our Discord where we have lovely conversations. Yes,
1: absolutely. We will see you in a week or maybe two.
0: See you guys.